Hi everyone. Uh, this is uh, Ronak from uh, agarwalronak.com, and the topic uh, for today's podcast is digital marketing and sales. Uh, today I have a guest, uh, Paragre. In this podcast, what we'll be discussing is his journey to to marketing and sales in general. Uh, the you know as we are in the era of uh, social media dominance, so we will be discussing on that. Uh, how do you ensure collaboration between digital marketing strategies and sales strategy for for conversions? Uh, why is digital marketing so important? And on a business level, discussing uh, balance between paid marketing versus unpaid marketing. Hi everyone, uh, this is uh, Ronak from uh, agarwalronak.com. Uh, welcome to my new podcast uh, today uh, um, and the topic uh, for today's podcast is digital marketing and sales. Uh, today I have a guest, uh, Paragre, who I will introduce you in a second, but uh, uh, he is an expert in this area uh, and to, in this podcast what we will be discussing is his journey to, to marketing and sales in general. Uh, the you know As we are in the era of uh, social media dominance, so we will be discussing on that. Uh, how do you ensure collaboration between digital marketing strategies and sales strategy for for conversions? Uh, why is digital marketing so important? As 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 we all know, everybody is spending most of their time in their daily lives on social media. So why is it so important for businesses? And uh, and you know, on a business level, discussing uh, balance between paid marketing versus unpaid marketing. So I'd like to welcome uh, Parag. Hi, Parag. How are you? Hi, Ronak. I'm good. How are you? And thanks for having me here today. Good, Parag. Good. It's and and again, it's I've known you since some time now, and I've yeah. seen your work as well. You've written uh, multiple books on 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 strategies, sales strategies, and uh, you do career mentorship and all that. So it it really excited me because digital marketing, sales, all of this is my interest area mm-hmm. as well. So if if i would like you know to ask you what led you to pursue a career in digital marketing and and what is it that you do in general on your daily basis and what are your interests sure um so thanks uh, ronak for this particular initiative and you know for the podcast in more specific um let's move to your first question that you have asked to me now before moving what make me uh, to pursue the career in digital marketing i i think i believe we need to redefine the term digital marketing in 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 you know you know in a very brief brief way which is i would say there is nothing should be called as digital marketing rather the marketing happening in the digital platform i think that would be the better way to call it because when we say uh, having a marketing in a digital platform there we are not differentiating the traditional way of doing the marketing and the current era that we are doing. If we'll see the minutely, the activities that we perform right now and the, you know, traditionally in the past, uh, before the digital evolution where we are doing is a quite similar. Only the way has been changed and that has been brought by the digital platform. So that's why I call it as a marketing in digital platform rather calling it as a specific name, which is digital marketing, because that creates a different perspective altogether, which is absolutely different from the traditional marketing. So that's that's how I put it together. And right. what make me come to this particular thing, when I started to uh, you know start my career in particularly in business side, when I you know, my uh, initial level of uh, uh, work was comprised of understanding the customers and their need, 
I found there was an influential factor when the customer decision uh, got changed and the influence. And what was the uh, thing that influenced the customer decisions, rather, whether it is a B2B or B2C, only the way that we try to create the narrative of the solutions, services, or products that we create for that particular customer, isn't it? So right. I think when I understood that point of view, I thought, let's get into this particular field where I will influence the customer decision altogether so that it will work in the favor of the employer or the company that I am being part of. So that's the way I, you know, attracted towards this particular field. And coming to in more depth, the digital marketing, digital aspect of doing the marketing, I think the research says nowadays more than 95% of the customers are now in social media. They mm -hmm. want to, they know everything about the brand, their preferences, everything. Now to understand those customers, we need to have the digital presence as well. Now, right. if you find the you know uses of in, uh, internet business have shifted their focus on you know basically the advertising they do and they traditional way of they are not putting any hoarding over there. There are companies who are putting hoarding, but the maximum number of investment they put in digital. Similarly, the social media impact, you know, the mobile dominance. I would say the data-driven decisions that you know the leaderships are looking for. So these are quite a few, you know, factors that influence the customers and the business head. And that's where I feel, you know, my uh, inclination towards, move, you know, uh, move from the traditional way of doing marketing. The marketing has been done in digital media. I am putting it this way. So that's the main reason and factors what influence to come yeah. to this particular step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think... Uh it's it's where the consumers live so i think businesses have realized that that and also when you're on digital you can track and have that data work for you because if you put a holding you don't have any data any interaction data you, you know you don't have these kind of data uh, analytics as yeah, such yeah. but when you have a digital medium you can tra do tracking do lots of other things to see if your content is being uh, utilized by other people, how, what is the brand conversion? And I think that is also intrigued uh, the businesses more. Uh, and it was really yeah. exciting to, to hear your story because I think many people often coming from bachelor's background may or may not be, may, they may or may not have done bachelor's in marketing or MBA in marketing, but still everybody it's, it needs to understand that marketing is so important these days, especially yeah. on the yeah. like you said. So apart from marketing, what else do you do? Because I, when I when I when I see you, I think there are other interests that you have as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Because apart from my work, I have my own time where I try to work on. Basically, the my principle is very simple. Whatever I learn from whichever media, I love to share with the world with only one purpose that I feel uh, it's not easy for everyone to learn everything. So that's why a lot of content creators are out there. So I create, you know, I love to read and try my best to share those knowledge in a very crisp manner in various medias. So, uh, you know, which comprise of creating a book reviews, writing blogs also. And I do write uh, books also, um, as you already mentioned that a few of my books I have already published and those are out there. So um, in my personal label, I do, you know, the research work, what exactly the currently probably the sales strategies in happening, the research paper reading. We I have a connect with quite a few academicians, not only from India, but outside also, who are 
right. putting their life ahead in the researching in the particularly in the sales strategies and the marketing the right. amalgamation between these two that i do and in the mythology front um as a business trade commerce has a great history and people has written extensively in our scripture right. so i try to explore them and read them and few of them was quite evident which is the kautilya sartha shastra and i think you will find in the main version 15 segment and a few of the segments has covered extensively on the trade and commerce in the eras of asokas and chandragupta so that's right. i'm trying to beat of gaining uh, the knowledge from and the other uh, uh, mythological scripture if you ask me that's called vidura niti uh, vidura is belongs to the you know dwapar era of mahabharata right. who has his own way of uh, you know fetching the commerce and trade in that time so he has mentioning few of the principles I, you know other day i was having a discussion one of the scholar from i am uh, udaipur and uh, that discussion was around one particular principle uh, from uh, kautilya sastra shastras and how that is inclining the current uh, trade policies in in our country so it's a very interesting to look after that so i do spend some time over there as well right no i mean again for just as a compliment to you i, I think that the time since i've known you i've seen you do, do lot of diverse things and and i think um not and again for me what has worked is even though we are an expert at one thing we need to do the other things as well so that it complements your area which because ultimately you learn from each other field in every field and implement it into your primary field yes, uh, yes. but 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 i think if 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 you you know um Uh, for for the audience that is listening um, uh, if you can share some links where they can if somebody has interest in vedas they can especially i have interest in, in vedas and like i was telling you i have interest in upanishads and and other type of uh, literature uh, i think if you have some public links which you can drop so that if people have interest in uh, you know veda literature be it uh, marketing sales you know you can give your links to your books uh, to your blogs so if people have interest at least they can pursue that and and learn for for themselves and see you know uh, where where that gets them so it will be helpful sure 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 definitely definitely i'll put uh, probably uh, if i'll name one of the institutes who they are mm. providing the online training in a very affordable price is called vishma international of uh, indian vedas and scriptures they provide courses of uh, you know uh, frequently they provide and short term courses on particular thing for example if you want to learn about uh, the temple architecture that's your interest area inside the indian scriptures and vedas so you can go ahead i think i welcome all the engineers out there predominantly the civil engineers they can come and learn that um similarly if you want to learn that i mentioned about uh, the trade policies that is trade a course policies. out there so okay. yeah so you will have an initial level of understanding from there and you are you know feel free enough to explore the relevant books i would say written by all the experts so right. that will be you know helpful yeah right i think i'll be the first one to register there because <laughs> of my interest there but but uh, thank you uh, parag uh, now coming back to the subject on uh, digital marketing and sales uh, i think you mentioned that it's not it's not right to say digital marketing it's right to say marketing in the digital world so what are the different type of mediums over the you know so many years have been there and and now digital any any light that you can share on that sure so basically when i say marketing in uh, the medium like uh, digital medium so we call marketing in digital medium similarly we have 
you know, the prior to digital medium, it was a traditional medium, right? In traditional medium, if we'll find uh, the varieties of ways, let's talk about first traditional, then we'll move to digital uh, medium of doing the marketing. Now, in traditional marketing, what exactly people were doing? Only the print media was the thing, even though currently when I, uh, um, you know, I read, I prefer to read the print media. So I ordering, you know, particular newspaper. So we'll find the local businesses, the SMEs, the initiatives, they put a pamphlet out there. So that's right. called a print media advertisement. Now, there is another interesting thing if, you know, that is being like spoken about, which is called out of home marketing in basically it's come under the umbrella of traditional marketing, where right. you will find putting the billboards in near to my, where I stay near to my, uh, uh, you know, uh, area. So they have put a big board still to promote one particular kind of a, uh, you know, uh, they provide the trade and uh, infra kind of solution that company they have put. And then move to the digital uh, med medium of doing the marketing, which comprise of social media. Then we call about social media engineering also, email marketing. So digital media, medium of doing the marketing in digital have a various, uh, you know, segment inside it. Where you talk about uh, the search engine uh, marketing, search engine optimization. We do the content marketing out there, email marketing, social media. Are the, they are the key, these are the key particular mediums under digital marketing umbrella where you right. can find to do the marketing yeah right. so on the uh, digital side uh, in your experience um, uh, because there is content content marketing email marketing and other types of uh, uh, different uh, digital marketing strategies which has worked the most as per your experience so far or or as a business do you do everything uh, so i would recommend for the businesses to not to go for every aspect. I think you have raised a very good question here. So we one business should not go for everything, first of all. Right. Now we need to understand the customer, where our maximum customers are lying, and then we should approach that. And I think as you asked your first question, what strategies act the most in the digital medium of doing marketing? I would say the content and the SEOs. I was reading a, a very interesting article a few months back. I think uh, yesterday, the most influential personal digital marketing, Neil, Mr. Neil Patel has mentioned, he also written about it. Now he's saying content is not the king. And I think I am completely agree with him because content will enable you to be a king in front of the market and among your competitors. Now there are few aspects to look at it and where the SEO, search engine optimization is a predominant role. And the answering to your question as the which is the effective way among all those uh, strategies to make uh, digital you know medium of doing marketing effective, which is nothing but the search engine optimization, where we talk about the keyword, we play with the keyword, what is being what is being searched uh, at the max. Let's take a live example. Currently, you would be knowing there are a lot being spoken about with two islands nowadays, publicly uh, you know in globally, I would say and not only in India, which is the Maldives and the Lakshadweep. Yeah. So uh, the recently I was today evening, I was watching one of the YouTube channel where they're talking about the last two days, um, the word is being searched as the Lakshadweep, is the huge, that is the most, the trending right. now, this right. the word. So how that have been made, there are other marketing background to it. However, the search engine has played a biggest role out there. That's what giving us an example how we are, you know, identifying the result and the data in more specific. I would that's why I'm saying right. the search engine optimization is the key to the success among all the uh, strategies that we do in the marketing area. Right. 
right 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 yeah it is um and and again i think uh, the keywords the importance of keywords also change so even uh, like you said lakshadeep today is the most uh, trending word but may not be the most trending word in a month's time and something else so i think when i heard your answer i was thinking then it's this is so dynamic and that's why expertise in this field is so necessary and i'm sure it will be a highly skilled uh, um i think the people working in this will be highly skilled because you end up leveraging many tools and so yes. I, it, yeah yes yeah, definitely yeah so uh, people who works in this particular field they have to have the two kind of uh, knowledge in more specific first thing is the strategies and what exactly the marketing as you i think in your one uh, viewpoint you mentioned people would have come from the different background but i recommend and the organization should focus on the uh, you know kind of the people that uh, uh, specifically coming from uh, the various background they should have an understanding in the educational level of the marketing as well that play a big right. role in defining uh, those fields because if they won't have the basic level of understanding then it's very tough to accommodate and understand the customer and that's the qualitative part of it and the quantitative part of it when we say and it mostly handle the tools and the techniques that each marketer is nowadays and if business is also now open enough to invest in those tools to have an a very a very strategic and wireframe based results and insights right so in your in your experience and because you are in this field Yeah. Uh, what are the different tools that you use to to successfully do your work well um normally in personal level for example i am owning a blog and uh, uh, the channel as well so um there is a various aspect to uh, the kind of activities that we do in the personal level and the professional level so that depends on the businesses and the companies that what kind of industries they are focusing on and the content that create in my personal level for the designing uh, the banners and uh, the post for the customers i think the canva that i use for my social media post and the uh, publication which is really good you can create the banners the gif you can create and the videos also there are a lot of things you can create that's for the social media banners part of it now when we talk about the email marketing there are various solution i think there is a very uh, important solution from the salesforce uh the email marketing solutions are there so that is a very good way of uh, conducting your uh, email marketing reaching out the customer and uh, talking about the keyword uh, uh, optimization that we call about the seos for that we need to research those keywords that in the semrush are there rf these are the predominant two tools i use there are the very free tools also i think that's helped me a lot i think i prefer to use them Uh, right. so these are the key tools and uh, techniques that uh, basically i prefer to use and when we talk about uh, you know apart from it basically the uh, content management you know people are now facing challenge in managing the content for example the marketing operation is the biggest operation uh, right. after the hr i would say um, you know so <laughs> there are various aspects team works for to make it happen one event so to pass one particular content in a different way of the auditing we have scrutinizing optimization approval proofreading everything we have in a particular content so to right. make that flow happen smoothly we do have various content uh, management tools that you know in sales term we call it a crm so here that is customer relationship management in crm in sales they told but i think in the uh, marketing term i also called uh, something called crm where we called content resource management thing so that's probably is the my own created words 
so where we need to use various uh, tools out there so salesforce have their tool google even have their tool the various mm -hmm. organizations they have their own tool in jira also have its own tool where we can manage the flow of a content development in marketing right. yeah right yeah and then that's that's true because i have seen uh, in my professional world if if i have to write a blog for my company that goes through so many approvals oh. so i think those uh, crm the content uh, resource management solution which you which you said uh, is so important uh, especially in the professional world personal you can still manage because you can it's your content you can do whatever with it and and uh, use it the way you want to i think one question that popped in my mind while you were because you do you are in sales and marketing today uh, how do you uh, um, you know how does these two things cross over the digital marketing and sales and how do you make sure that there is seamless collaboration between two modalities of like marketing and sales and so that it leads to a proper conversion yeah i think that's the, the thanks for the question and uh, i think this has been done from the very beginning of the business the in, you know alignment between sales and marketing is very very important Right. um and nowadays the the thing that i'm going to say is very important to understand for you know everyone out there in the business the marketing is you know transforming into a strategic business partner for the sales in predominantly and mostly for an organization now marketing is not at all being perceived as a support function because the role of a marketing to drive the business is a significant and nobody can deny about it we all understand that because if marketing will stop then that would be a huge impact on the sales right. because the very first uh, you know when we talk about the sales we have the uh, mostly the two segment we talk about the farming and we talk about the hunting okay. now the farming part is well that is an impact when we talk about the farming which are the existing customer and we are building rapport with them creating new solution and product for them so that's the existing customer we still need few of the marketing impact and the influence to you know uh, sustain and retain those kind of uh, customer for us now what about the haunting segment that the new customer that we haunt if we'll you know make the marketing involvement out there we'll make the marketing at the void and null then i think that will be creating nightmare for the sales people to reach out to the customer and they influence them so that's why i want to uh, you know convey you know very clearly that now the marketing is being a uh, you know sustainable i would say the business partner for any organizations uh, for the sales team and coming to a second question how to in you know having an in alignment between the sales and marketing i think it's being already being done and there may be some more aspect to it where you're talking about uh, to make sure there is an e effective inclination Mm -hmm. uh, where uh, the requirement from the customer and the action the strategies planned from the business side that need to be a uh, match and where the role of uh, basically a marketing head and the sales head should you know align now who will tell us what exactly the customer need want uh, what and when only the sales uh, head of a particular organization a particular service line or a particular product and what exactly the marketing strategy should be as an organization who will tell us the marketing head marketing. so now the alignment out there between the sales and marketing works starts from there now it will flow to the uh, you know below level to create the content now the requirement of the particular services the challenges need to be called out very clearly well the content writer 
and you know who works you know the level of the content so they are the person who can drive the particular story in a certain way now you will find uh, not only in the b2b but in the b2c if you are minutely having the observation on the doing the way they do the advertisement right in b2b also they do the few advertisement and b2c also now the narration of the uh, the doing the advertisement has absolutely changed now they are speaking on the customer point of view where they are making the customer as the uh, uh, the hero of their advertisement and uh, okay. trying to weave the story around it i think to make this happen the alignment between sales and marketing is a must um and you know to drive uh, the measurable effect of both the things for example the effectiveness of the marketing strategies and the campaigns uh, if i would say and the roi that the sales going to get uh, out of it when they acquire the customer they have a directly proportional if they won't have a good marketing strategies that will definitely impact on the sales and customer acquisitions i think that's as the key role out there for the both sales head and the marketing for a particular company to come together and plan for the future yeah i mean and when again i think your answers are uh, provoking a lot of thought in me in in uh, my current day to day job as well because what i realized when you said uh, sales and marketing needs to work together is uh, and you said hunting and farming i i think um i think uh, the effort of sales and marketing together is more in hunting than farming i've not seen a lot of effort put into farming because in farming there i mean at least in my experience in farming the sales is working with the product teams to get the solution sold to the customer not with the marketing team so it's i i think marketing team and product teams are totally different it's it's called product marketing but a product team can only lead a product and create you know help give the product a direction but that's not marketing that's where people from marketing comes in which is not which doesn't happen enough at least in farming cases so when we talk about the product uh, team and the product marketing um there i think the product managers and the marketing product marketers i think the the, the scope of work for the product marketers are very much clear they know how to do i think the product managers need to be uh, smart enough to mm-hmm. understand the scope of work and why they call product managers because they are only responsible to understand the customer need and develop the product now how to create the story around it that's the responsibility of product marketers and if that thing will you know say why normally you find the trend for the farming case that sales people is reaching out to the product team to have everything is because uh, that is a, a still a thin line and a gray area for the product uh, managers i would say to understand their responsibility they are responsibility to build a quality product and rest thing is that is an organization called marketing who will drive business for you and let them do their work i think that's where you're finding that gray area but yeah that's uh, not the way it, it happens uh, most of the organizations that such an sops are defined and the product managers responsibility is only to create the quality product and the marketing part marketers take care of it you know you said the uh, keywords i think you you spoke about the digital different digital strategies especially the seo side but for a business or even for me let's say this i run this blog and you run a blog and and you know you can find the keywords but how do you know which keyword to look for is there a target audience you look at like what is what is it that you would um, think about because there there are so many keywords so many so many things are there how would you know that these are the five keywords is it based on your target audience region how do you 
create the strategy in the business side and as well as personal side? Yeah, um, I think uh, to know the keywords, you know, every work we do that needed research. And yeah. for the keyword optimization SEOs, there is a field called, uh, you know, section called keyword research. And there are a few search engines which have been created by the experts, trustworthy websites that I use in the RFs and uh, SEMRAS. And the one is created by the Neil Patel uh, by his own also. So, um, so these are the three things we need to do the for the keyword research to identify what is the, uh, you know, your area of content that you are going to write in more specific. And for an example, you are writing a blog on, you know, effectiveness of, uh, you know, social media. Now, effectiveness of social media is a broad topic. Now you need to deep dive which aspect of the social media and which industry you are focusing, which business, you need to identify that. And in the search, when we'll do the keyword research, you will put those inputs and try to have an insight on what are the words being searched in those particular area. When people are searching for uh, social media presence for an MSME and what are the MSME industry? Grocery stores in more specific. So you need to put these, give these inputs and try to understand what are the keywords being used by, uh, you know, um, by the visitors and the searchers in the Google uh, in search engine and uh, whatsoever other search engines. And you need to understand those volume of search of a particular keyword. Now, how you know uh, the the quantification and the quality of the keywords they will give you a few suggestions now you will be smart enough to understand those keywords volumes right. now that means how many times or you know the frequency of being searched of those things and by that uh, you know search research you will get those keywords for your particular content and try to use those keywords in some way and uh, you can you can write in that and there is a two aspect to it. One, we call it as a long tail uh, keywords and the short tail. And I always recommend to go with the long tail one because that would be more specific uh, keyword which will increase your content quality a little more. Okay. Okay. But I think as a strategy also, you would want to know if what kind of target audience you have. And I think what I've, what I've in my experience, I've seen is uh, the more clarity you have on what you are, trying to do the better it is the better it's for you to get your con content out there or get your product out there and sell because if you're not clear if the purpose is not clear then whatever strategies whatever tools you use it just doesn't work um, that that's what i've seen uh, in my own experience yeah that's true yeah yeah and 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 and, and Parag, in your Again, um, how does data and analytics and now especially with artificial intelligence infusing in uh, the current uh, marketing space, how do you see these technologies play a part in marketing and sales? Well, I think uh, in terms of data analytics, when we spoke and which has a uh, you know very predominant impact uh, in each and every businesses, we talk about the uh, customer understanding. Now in content label, let's talk about the content label we do a A-B testing, okay, in content label. Let's take an example and start the discussion around that. Now, data-driven experimentation when we do on the content label, basically we do compare between the two contents. For an example, we are already having a content in a blog. Uh, for an example, in my blog, I have already written about it. Now I'm gonna write a similar kind of content, um, you know, you know, a bit of deaf label and a, in a separate uh, blog. So I have to compare them. Now, the A-B testing that will tell you what kind of uh, uh, visitors and what kind of 
keywords has been used to search that particular blog where there is a scope of improvement in terms of creating not adding a punctuation using this particular word or you know uh, adding this kind of backlinks for the you know for example i have referred to one particular source i need to have that link also those kind of recommendation will tell you in the content level now we talk about this is a, uh, the marketing aspect of it now when we talk about the sales and the business side of it where we talk about the product development when you talk about the understanding the customer the predictive and the competitor analysis is must and where the data plays an important role for example we need to identify a particular geography where we will identify a few customers isn't it so we'll talk about the you know the customer landscape their demographics then we do the roi measurement so for example we will create a new company new offices in a particular geo we need to do all of this like what kind of customers and industry they are uh, playing a role because understanding in industry trends and having a benchmark of uh, the number of customers uh, is presence there few of the companies they may not have a good presence in a pack region but they have a very good customer centered in us or you know canada or some kind of particular region so basically these are the you know insights they can get from the data and analytics and more specifically when we talk about the roi and the data driven decision making on each aspect each function of the business let's not talk about a particular function like marketing or sales or hr each function the data driven decision is now uh, is giving a lot of focus because when we take some decisions whether you put some money whether you put some resources we need to have a backed by the data and with the real time data i think that's where the answer comes from the data and analytics which will give you the competitor landscape the roi measurement um they talk about the attribution of your customers creating the personalized content for your customers uh, you know let's take an example of google analytics when we talk about the marketing in more specific it will help you to understand the traffic first of all how much traffic one particular website is being driven by a particular uh, you know time frame so these are the few aspects i would say where uh, they are having a great influence on your uh, you know uh, businesses so i think that's where you know all the business i think they need to come forward and increase their investment in data analytics for each of the functions right even even uh, there is a premium on linkedin and when you publish your videos on youtube youtube so linkedin especially linkedin premium you get better data analytics when you pay for the premium if you don't pay you don't get that analytics but yeah when you pay you get uh, more uh, i think that's where your statement of investing in data analytics is so important because until you put you know effort there and money there you will not see the results and when i post i know which region the people are coming from what are the different roles what companies they work for how many searches i have had which keyword and and so many other statistics which actually helps helps me know that my content is being re read in india uk us maybe this region that region consultants are seeing it hr is seeing it you know i think that that helps me also develop uh, new content and also understand what topics i should speak because that is my target audience because one of the questions i have had when i initially started i am not a business but i think business and consumer work if if your marketing the functionality remains the same so when i started i've looked at so many um, videos which helps you in that and everybody is saying that identify a target audience identify a target audience but when i think of my target audience it's i would say consultants now that doesn't it's not a generic it's not a narrow uh, target audience it could be anything so i yeah. think when you start putting content out you 
realize and filter out what is 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 it that who is, is who is looking for you and that helps you redefine your strategies moving forward i think that's what i've learned um, in my very short short stint of blogging and podcasting great great yeah thanks for sharing uh, those learning yeah i think i understand uh, understanding your customer is very very the uh, first step when we took uh, to, uh, don't take uh, towards doing the business and if you under you won't understand your customer then probably the kind of values that we're going to create for them that will be impactful i think great that uh, you know you have a clear vision on the uh, you know kind of audience that you want to target and that's where you are writing and creating those podcasts and uh, i found it very interesting and insightful as well yeah no i'm glad i mean i think these kind of and again those those podcasts have been interesting because i have interesting guests with me who are experts in their domain who who because one person can't know everything so i think that's where it's important to get uh, people doing work in different fields and open up their experience and it helps others um, mature their skill set as we as we go yeah. um i think one important aspect parag i'd like to talk about is um, see i i have run my own restaurant in india as well in the past for 3 years i've done marketing there and and now with blogging podcasting and i do you know pre sales work in my in my job as well um but i have often had this confusion when i when it comes to marketing is between paid and unpaid marketing so i think the the question i had is i know paid marketing paid marketing is important but how do you balance between paid and unpaid marketing organic growth if i am investing let's say 10000 rupees i can't put everything into marketing i can only put maybe 25% of my budget in marketing so how do you create a balance between paid and paid marketing tools yeah i think uh, this is really a call of the art to understand for each business when we talk about um, you know investing in 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 the marketing and when we talk about the organic and paid so basically we need to understand for an example we are allocating one budget uh, for the marketing in a year we need to that should not be top down approach that should be bot, you know bottom up approach where we talk about the marketing people have to create a plan how to understanding of the of course with the business what is the upcoming uh, requirement from the partner side and where they are planning to uh, have uh, some kind of uh, product launch or continuing their existing marketing strategies and that's where the difference will come into picture like whether you should go for the organic one and paid one and when you'll get the fund from the business from your uh, business so you can bifurcate according to the plan that you have made and basically uh, the strength of organic uh, marketing is just sustainability and that's the kind of continuous process that you need to do even though the paid marketing is not required you need to have your organic uh, marketing and which right. creates some credibility that will show your credibility um, in front of your customers basically when you try sustainably uh, will do your uh, you know uh, organic marketing what you do normally you have a search engine uh, optimization over there you need to have a cm also over there content optimization you do so that's about the organic marketing and if you will continuously create a qualitative content for your customer that will you know build your credibility of your brand in front of them and that takes time when you you know, you know creating a good impression and a good uh, uh you know image in front of customer takes time and that's where the organic only the organic marketing can help you with which is a continuous sustainable process now when to prioritize the organic one and when to paid marketing that's of course a you know both uh 
the customers and business decisions for example the one person has planned to you know start launch a particular product or a solution now that's where we need a paid marketing because the objective is very niche um the the target audience will be very precise and we need an immediate result in terms of quants for example right. how much we have spent money what are the result how many people we have acquired how many people we have the conversion rate that kind of view we want to see and that's where only the paid marketing can help you with um and uh, apart from uh, the product launch and promotions if you want to understand the competitiveness you people if product marketing is not a uh, paid marketing is nothing uh, not only for the product promotion and solution service promotion but also if you want to understand your competitive landscape also um doing kind of a, a poll creating a paid advertisement or um, you know any any audience understanding and research work that's also being included as in paid marketing and uh, that's where you need to understand first what's your objective of the upcoming financial year and uh, that's where you can bifurcate your investment in both the areas right i think one uh, th these are more i think these are tangible ways these are ways which are done but i was thinking when you were answering i was thinking that uh, companies uh, if they invest in their people they become the marketing sources the mouth to mouth marketing and because so for example there is an it company who has you know so many employees they can do paid and organic marketing but they invest in their people then those so many employees that they have they will obviously talk good about the company talk good about the products they will Uh, publicize more of the solutions which is free free marketing basically i think this is i think which is so important but often be, because with this you are doing two things taking care of the employee and also helping your own brand so i was just thinking yes. of these are intangible ways it's not a tangible way you can't track this but it's still some way to do pre marketing for a sustainable growth basically well um if we'll mention about the you know creating your resources to a brand ambassador for your solution and services uh the presence of this particular strategies is very much prominent in b2c rather in b2b however i found nowadays uh, you know that this trend is being emerged in the b2b landscape also let's take mm -hmm. an example of one of the brand in b2c says cpg customer when they started to put their employees face picture in that product when they were selling and they were mentioning something about them and they were right. trying to you know do that so uh, that's you know i think the impact of uh, acquiring the customer and influencing the customer is more in b2c rather in this particular principle in b2b however uh, if the um, using the but your resource as in brand ambassador uh, for your services and the face of your uh, solutions and services more specific in b2b um that need to be have a strong kpis and uh, you know measurable uh, you know i would yeah. say the factors to identify them and then we can say whether it is performing well here or not that kind of picture we can have are there any uh, you said uh, success factors so are there any predefined uh, kpis that you follow when you are creating uh, marketing strategies and sales strategies Oh, definitely. Um, I think when we talk about the marketing in digital med uh, digital medium, um, uh, when we talk in the initially, so they there are a number of metrics uh, by which we can assess a particular content and the marketing uh, inputs uh, which we are putting out there. Uh, the first and foremost thing is conversion rate. 
because this is the ultimate thing that each and every b2b business in because we are talking about b2b so um we talk we look uh, into it and to make it happen the conversion rate in a good shape there are other matrices there when we talk about the digital place it's ctr which cover the click through rate the return on investment uh, directly proportional to your uh, you know conversion rate we have cpa cost for acquisitions something called uh, you know customer lifetime values also so these are key parameters right, right, right. i think so people are using to assess their uh, particularly the digital presence of their companies right 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 yeah, it's so so great to know, uh, Parag. Uh, these, uh, I think there was some network issue. I I understand you were uh, what you said on the KPIs and um, it's so important because these are the outputs that help you drive your future strategy. That's why these KPIs are so important in assessing where you are and what you need to do and what new things you have to try, what old things you have to not. I mean. Things to go, you know, things that shouldn't happen in the future. Things that you need to add as new, remove, and all that. You know, we've we've spoken a lot today in, in terms of the the path that you have chosen. What are the different strategies? If somebody is in your shoes, you know, few years ago when you didn't start your job and when you so how if let's say how what would because I know you do some career mentorship as well. So if if you are to um, mentor somebody in in getting into digital marketing what is it that they need to do and so if you can maybe draw a path as to what they should do if they are if they want to pursue a career in marketing and sales and i think that that should help them uh, understand uh, what what to do yeah i think that's a very good relevant question because nowadays a lot of question is being asked why people should go for a particular education it not if not is uh, marketing whichever field they don't want to get an education but they want to get skilled up so that's a yeah. good way to look at it that's fine but i would recommend to a new uh, you know if you ask me the uh, the beginner the having a proper education is not only make you eligible for doing something great but it change your perception that's right. the importance of an education in any field that we are talking about Right. More specific to marketing and sales, it is very much required because your education will tell you if you are in a good place and you are very much sincere to learn about it, you are right. spending some of your time to understand the market and what you are going to study, no need to start, you know, if you are planning to uh, put those years of education only to, I'm just studying and something to for a degree or something, that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. You have to understand the strategies from your academicians, try to identify the practical implication on them what exactly is happening now we are talking about the porter's five ports model is a very basic principle in the marketing now i would recommend all those marketing uh, you know students out there they need to find then and there the practical implication out it but list out the 20 examples which are the brands whether it's a b2b and b2c where they are being used then you will understand the importance of education that you have been given that's point number one point number two the training and internship, which is a very you know big impact, which will make you eligible and that will add credibility to your profile to right. be welcomed to a good company to sit at least for the interview. If you won't have that thing, then you know you need to think on it. Now the third thing is in more specific on the digital marketing. I think digital marketing or as I redefined it, marketing in digital medium is only about the skill set and the techniques right. where particularly a particular education is not required until unless you are having a basic understanding in education or marketing. If not, you have to spend time without understanding your basic principle. If you jump up into the marketing, 
you have to do the you know backward down if for an example you will come here you need to creating a content or advertising and marketing you need to deep dive you have to some the point you have to go back and you have to read and come back and work on it so i think the understanding and the education is predominantly uh, fine and the more specific to the digital way of looking at it tools techniques the software and you know there are 13 to 15 um, you know segments under digital marketing altogether so you need to understand each one of them and you know the practice makes men perfect there is nothing called smart working so you need to work hard you need to understand it create your own blog create your multiple websites when you are starting your career as a digital marketer because creating a website is the first step where you know you know first uh, uh, instance in the starting your career in marketing in the digital medium so that's where i would i think that these are the three areas and the fourth and the very very important one the read read and read because uh, yeah, whichever level you are in the business you have to read because without read you won't get anything to talk about and whether you are in professional life or in a personal life you need to identify the very valuable content whether it's a newspaper or book if you are or any blog you have to read if you are go and search or do an interview if you uh, i would recommend to the students you know in my college also i when i go i ask them you please do an interview with the most successful person that i found uh, in your particular field they would be definitely at 10 to 15 percent read in their life so that's my concluding uh, probably the recommendation for the student yeah i mean i don't <laughs> i i don't read too much i i just scroll through but i think this is one thing i need to improve on but uh, and again, to your, uh, I'll just add one more thing. When I when I was uh, wanted to learn something about digital marketing, uh, Google offers a free course on SEO SEM. Uh, so if anybody, and I'll try and put the link. But if you search for Google SEM SEO course, I think there is a free course available from Google on because they do ad centers and all of that. So I think that is another great resource if you are starting in just to see if you have interest or not. If you can't go through the course, that means you're maybe you don't have enough interest in digital marketing, but the potential is huge. Um, uh, that's that's what I see. Um, I mean, I, I guess, Parag, these were the questions I've had. Uh, and, and I know that you have written a few books as well. So any maybe any book that you feel very is very helpful and what people should read, maybe you can just spend a minute on explaining what that was. And, and I will give the link in the description, but I think it'll help if, if there is something that you would recommend. Sure, I think uh, you know in India you will find eighty-three percent of uh, the businesses the revenue is being driven by the uh, you know the roadside vendor. So my recent book that I have uh, uh, published, which I have written from my own experience, where I try to explore the few of uh, the Indian roadside vendor street vendors and how they are using the sales and marketing strategies to retain and attract new customers. So I just wrote that book on the 10 stories, probably my experience with those 10 very normal and simple uh, Indian street vendors. And right. I try to research and fetch few of the principles out of it. So that's the book, my recent book, which I named it as Sales on Sales. And uh, prior to that, I have written two more books, which was more uh, specific to the career mentorship. Uh, which right. I feel very, very required, not only for the people who are going to start that career, but also the mid-level managers who have getting retirement from the managers. So that book is also a research-based and an experiential uh, book because when I got uh, the direct question from of my you know, few colleagues, my friends, 
of each and every age group and the experience level that I have, I thought let's put together the learnings, the way I found from the research path in the book. Right. So that book is the quite a good valuable for all the professionals and the students as well. Yeah. How do you get so much time to write books, do your job, uh, put podcasts, content, blogs? How do you get so much time? Research, Vedas. <laughs> so when it comes to the time management, I only believe if you won't find your work as part of your life, then you are not in the right place. Right. You need to, uh, you know, your work is your life because then only you will feel like, okay, you are in a place. And in my case, I love my work that I have been doing for the last, um, you know, eight years in probably in, in corporate life. Um, so uh, I do have my time because we all understand 24-7, we don't put our, our work. So there are certain kind of planning I do. I have my personal space where I use that effectively and make sure that I use them fruitful way, not only for me, but also for the people who are listening to me and reading to my write-ups and content. I'm sure you're not married. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> That's why you're getting so much time. <laughs> I hope after that, the situation will be still like this so that people um, you know, out there who can continuously you know, get some valuable content from me. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure because... Um... I have found you always knowledgeable, very diversified in terms of what you are doing. Um, your you. research uh, helps uh, you keep, I think research helps you in your field. So I think these are few aspects that keeps you going. And I've always, even though we have not spoken that much, but I've seen your posts on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. And I just know that this person means business. He is not fooling around. So, and with your books and and all of that, your uh, achievements, I think uh, uh, it's it's been good. I, I'm, I'm really glad that we are doing this today and recording this session. And I'm trying to get the views on, on your side. And hopefully this helps uh, people who listen to this. Um, but any, any last comments you'd like to make, Parag, before we end this? So I think we spoke a lot. First of all, thank you so much, Ronak, for this initiative. And as we belong to the same industry, I understand the kind of work and the value that you add. add but still, you are making your time to create this kind of valuable platform for all the people out there, irrespective of the profile they belong to, irrespective of the industry they belong to. And that is the really great thing that you are doing for all the society, in more specific to the corporate people. And uh, I really, I also, uh, when I saw your post, uh, specific to the your website and the blog i do read and listen to the uh, podcast as well mm -hmm. it really added value to me i i hope uh, uh, it, it definitely would have add value to other people as well and the concluding remark uh, which I, you want me to give i would um, you know mention on this particular field as a profession um, is like uh, we, what we are doing we need to love love it and as i'm a bit of research oriented person whichever label of uh, work under corporate ladder that you are in, your things, you know, thought process should be research oriented. Then only you will uh, get that feeling of reading and learning in a continuous space, and right. that will add value to your career in you know personal and professional growth. That's my concluding right. remark for today. And thanks for having me here. I'm really glad that you have with me. Here. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll have more sessions like these based on what we do in the future as well. But. But uh, thank you, Parag, again uh, for coming in here, sharing what you do, your experiences, you know, and I think it should help uh, people across different um, uh, age age groups and the the type of work they are doing. Because we spoke about business, B two C, B two B, 
sales strategy, marketing strategy, KPIs, how is how is data playing? I think we spoke a lot about a lot of these aspects which are usually not recorded. Uh, so, but again, thank you, Parag, for for coming in today, and uh, thank you. and thank you for sharing your views. Thank you. Thank you.